coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. The Making Business Profitable podcast is brought to you by eSquare Marketing. At ESM, we are your social media management team that puts your mind at ease. Not only can we help with your social media management services, but we can help with your paid advertising, email marketing, website design, video, and even podcast production. Visit us online at eSquareMarketing.com. So Dave, today I want to talk about the answer to the question, is it really all about profits? Well, yes it is, Mike. Yeah, well, why does profits have such a bad name? You know, I it's so ingrained in me to be a good thing that I have a hard time with it being a, a bad thing. I mean, I think people think that profit means you're taking advantage of somebody. And profit really is staying in business and taking care of your company and, and providing value, right? Yeah, I think you're onto something though. I think I think people feel like if you are making just obscene profits, then uh, there's a uh, there's a you you either feel like uh, there's an abundance mentality where everyone can get their own share, or there's a or, or, or there's a scarcity mentality which says, if you get yours, I can't get mine. So that I think most people have a scarcity mentality. So if they see you making obscene profits, the assumption is you're taking someone else's. So all these people are super mad at Apple and Amazon today, huh? Sure. Uh, well, you know, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think at some point you're outside of the relevant range. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're on to something, Mike. I think... I think it's key for us to realize that there's a difference between a profit, a company making a profit, and a company gouging a customer. Sure, right? sure. I mean, there's there's reasonable and unreasonable, and that's set by statistics in every industry on what the national average is. I mean, we work with a plumbing and heating company, and their charges go off the national average. Sure. Now they're in they're in Indiana, which is on the lower end of that, so that number is back down. So for all those listening, your basic rate for service, as far as a national rate for a plumbing service guy or an HVAC service tech is close to 260 bucks an hour. I mean, but you think of that, like, are you kidding me? That's really taking advantage of me. But you tick, you talk about the vehicle, you talk about the gas, you talk about the labor, you talk about what it takes to get that guy there and get that guy back and the super shortage of workforce and what you have to pay for that guy. So when you really, really boil it down, there's statistics that keep people in guardrails to charge what they should be charging. But if somebody's a genius and they invent something, there's value to that, like the iPod and what Apple does, what Apple does and what Amazon does as far as their product and their marketplace. So they have a niche, right? Yeah, it's something, something about our willingness to pay out of the nose to a corporation, but if it's our neighbor, we don't want to do that. You know, that's that's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Yeah. It is. I think sometimes it's just good to think profit is good. If if somebody if somebody's driving a brand new, nice Ford F-350, 
you know, I think it's a great thing. I think if somebody is uh, driving a, a $400,000 Ferrari or, you know, a supercar, yeah. that's something different. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I mean, it feels different. I mean, uh, but, you know, but it's also when I'm in Los Angeles and I see a $400,000 Ferrari, it feels right as rain. But when I'm in Reading, Pennsylvania, and I see one, I'm like, that guy's, you know, he's flaunting his money. I mean, so it, it's it's multifaceted. It truly is. That's okay when he's out in Reading. He's going to hit a pothole. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think the answer is, is it really all about profits? Well, if you're a for-profit business, in terms of winning the great game of business, it's all about making profits. It is, 100%. And, and healthy net profits are... In some manufacturing sectors, or 25, 30 percent, and that's that's healthy profit because you got to get prepared for next next year's plans, next year's employees, next piece of equipment. Uh, making sure that your health and safety regs are up, making sure that your preventative maintenance is done well, make sure that you're using top of line tooling and parts uh, for what you're for what you're manufacturing, so you're putting out a top notch part. That's healthy profit equals healthy business, equals healthy relationships, equals healthy employee pay, typically. Yeah, I, th- I think there's also a relationship between, um, you know, your product and your industry. Um, if you're a grocery store, you make a half a cent on every can of beans, but you sell so many freaking can of beans that you make a pretty healthy profit. If you're a Mercedes dealership, you sell two Mercedes, but you make a ton of money on each Mercedes. So there's, again, it's really multifaceted as to how you price your product. And, uh, but, you know, Dave, we, there are restaurants that you will pay, I don't know, $120 for a plate. And the food, on a scale of one to 10, might be a seven, mm-hmm. right? But the ambiance, the uh, chic nature, the, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into the wife happiness level. Yeah. So how much you pay is, is, is really, perception of value like you said it's it's multi faceted do you mind if I pontificate a minute sure sure uh, it's uh, for anybody listening I, I want you to understand the value if you provide a good service to your clientele your worth is not bare bones with an unhealthy profit if you make a good part on time high quality and with great customer service you deserve, you have value. Your value is more than like 50 bucks an hour or 30 bucks an hour. If, if you mow grass and you make, and you're, you have the best lawn and the best service and you're on time and on the spot every time, you never leave grass clippings on the sidewalk, you're worth an extra five, 10 bucks. You really are. So uh, I just encourage you to kind of look at yourself and look at your business. And if you're hitting quality marks, you're hitting on time delivery marks, you're hitting safety marks and, and your price is fair, I mean, your value is high. We, we as a country need you. We need good, solid businesses that understand their value and translate that. And we want you to make a profit because we want good value as consumers. We want you around tomorrow, right? Mike? Sure, sure. What's, what's really interesting, Dave, and I, I, uh, I, when I first read this statistics two or three years ago, it, was just, it blew my socks off. But uh, 99.7% of companies have less than 500 employees. 99.7% of American companies have less than 500 employees. Holy cow, that means only 
have more than 500. Oh, wow. But get this, that 0.3% employs half the workforce, and the 99.7% employs the other half of the workforce. And so what you have then is you and I are willing to pay the 0.3% obscene profits, but we're not willing to pay the 99.7% obscene profits. Probably don't even want to pay the 99.7% a fair profit. A fair profit, yeah. But if you're part of the 99.7, you have to go against the grain. And uh, we had a conversation today with a company that uh, we just said, you need, to, you need to take that whole business unit and dispose of it. And they're like, well, that's like a quarter of our revenue. And we're like, yeah, and it's losing money. So you can dispose of that business unit, make less revenue, and make more profit. Yeah, to the tune of almost seven figures more profit. Yeah. And again, in the great game of business, it's all about profits. It's not about revenue. And, and oftentimes people get those two mixed up. So I'd rather make a million dollars off five million dollars than a million dollars off ten million dollars all day long. That's right. Try to repurpose your employees and, and repurpose them for a more profitable side of your business and drive that way because... Uh, this particular company has has ownership that just they are they have unhealthy profits at the end of the year they pay a little bit of tax but they don't really take much home so i mean you as an owner you work 60 70 80 90 hours sometimes and the business needs to take care of the owner so that that's very unbalanced we'll talk more about that later right well yeah tell me more about the so really there's a risk component associated with being a small business owner. And, and so, you know, what, is, what does profit represent relative to that risk? Well, I'm a risk taker. Yes. Um, my wife would tell you almost too much a risk taker, but when you see, I, I have one guy call me an opportunist, which, you know, I am a little, um, but when you see a business plan, you have a passion for something, you know how to provide a good service, you know how to take care of people, there are businesses out there that are waiting to be bought, number one. And number two, there are business plans and banks out there that will help you get off the ground, especially the SBA, right? So you can go make that happen. The risk is it may not work out. Or the risk is you might be putting a million dollars in your bank account in four years. Well, statistically, it's not going to work out. And that's what I mean by the risk, right? Because uh, risk and profits should grow in, in in phase. So if you're doing something really, really risky, it should be really, really profitable if you're successful. If you're doing something that's not risky at all, uh, then the profits just aren't going to be there. That's a, that's a great point. You know, if you're if you're making bolts in a commodity market, risk is kind of risk is kind of low, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're making surgical implants or robotic implants or parts that are going to go on the space shuttle that's going to go to Mars. That's high risk. So profits should reflect that, right? Sure, sure. Especially the kind of work and the quality regs and everything around that kind of work. Yeah, and I think that's what we see the most. We don't see that sliding scale. We see companies at the lower end of the risk profile, you know, a, a pizza joint. Now it's risky, you open a pizza joint because they may not like your pizza and you, you, you know, you're in a hundred grand in terms of um, the building and the, and the equipment and, and all. Um, and so if you don't make good pizzas, you know, the risk is you won't survive. Uh, but if you take that risk and you make good pizza, 
then you should have reasonable profits. We have a pizza joint here in Lafayette, Colorado, that is a Chicago pizza, Chicago style pizza. And their pizzas are ridiculous, like $30 for a pizza. But if you want a pizza from them, you better call like three hours ahead. So what's that all about? They're that good. It's it's value because the quality of the product or the delivery is such that you want that and you're willing to pay for it. Sure, sure. I mean, do you buy pizzas from there? Uh, Unfortunately, more often than I should, yeah. Well, I mean, you're... Mike doesn't have a metabolism issue. Mike Mike's metabolism moves forward and mine moves backwards, so he can have the pizza. I, I just watch him eat it. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm addicted to that pizza. But but you know that's that's the deal. I mean, uh, you know, is it all about profits? Well, sorta. It's all about profits. Profits is uh, the end result, though. Profits is the you know what happens at the end. It assumes that you've done everything right on the front end. And then profits will come, um, but you know pricing, you know, is is a, is a big issue for small, medium-sized business. They don't understand their value. Yeah, it's probably the number one thing that we see is small business and the value of what they do. Um, it's been amazing in this last year. I've been a part of your organization. Of course, you've been doing this since the late '90s, and. Almost everybody we've encountered, we've been able to teach them to understand their value and help them invest into that and and come alongside them and drive them to very, very fair profits to where their stress levels drop. They're, they have a smile on their face. They have a system set up to where they can take a couple of days off and things are okay. They have a system for AP and AR to where they're not cash crunched. They have a system for delivery and safety and all the efficiency accountability in the shop. It's been, you know, business profits are profits. And and we at EGS, we, we of course drive for profit for organization as well. But I would say the best, very best part about my job is being able to come alongside of people and help them to make their life better through driving their business and, and part of that's profits. I mean, of course, our guarantee is we we guarantee to double your profits, your value your company, which always turns to profits, or we give you your money back because we're, we're diehard and super passionate about it and Mike and I know how to do that. So we want to double your profit. And if you're struggling or even if you're doing good, I'm going to challenge you. We know we can double it, right? Yeah. And when we um, sit down with a with a with a potential customer and we a potential client and we uh, do our due diligence and we say, uh, "Wow, you know, you're you're about forty percent lower than you should be in terms of pricing," and they like, I, "We don't want to gouge our client." And well, are you providing your client with value? Well, of course, we're providing our client with value. Well, then your client is gouging you. So you know, you you kind of want to tip the scale a little bit in your favor. And then, well, you know, that, that's just a lot of money. I mean, what would I do with all that money? Well, in the great game of business, you win if you have a lot of profit. Now, what you do with that profit is a whole different matter. I mean, I think if you were blessed with the ability to produce a tremendous amount of profit, then you were probably blessed with the ability to give a lot of that money away. To, to people who need it. Oh, there's and plus you're not making profit off of one part or one or or one unit. 
you're making a little bit of profit or a fair amount of profit off every unit and it stacks up the more you do and you wind up scaling and you wind up paying your people more and you wind up having more people and next thing you know as it grows and that that compounds you wind up having a lot of profit and it's there's 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 more joy in helping somebody else out with that profit than holding it in your pocket oh, for sure. so i mean mike and i know this personally it's a wonderful thing but it's 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 a challenge to you to grab your company assess your value if you have profits in the single digits just call me <laughs> just go ahead and call me go yeah. to our website ebitagrowsystems.com and call me i'm dave because and it doesn't have to be that way it doesn't guys it doesn't um and it's 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 not crazy we aren't crazy I and mean, that's why we give you a money-back guarantee right but it doesn't have to be that way if you're 10 to 15 percent call me if you're 25 percent call me because if we're if we're doubling guarantee if we're guaranteeing to double the value of your company then we got to talk about hey you're making 25 percent. that's great how do we grow your business how do we get more business in there how do we train your people how do we set up the next line of lieutenants there's so much to do we got 36 pieces of a curriculum to teach people sure and it's sure. also been been taught in 12 countries so we know how to do this yeah and we take a look at if you're making 25 percent profit is that when i had my software company 25 percent profit yeah, i'd i'd lose my job they, they'd fire me so uh you know, if you're making 25% profit, how much profit are you supposed to be making based on your markets? Yeah, yeah, we typically focus on the trades, yeah. you know, between building trades, HVAC, plumbing. We do a lot with machine shops, um, all kinds of different trades. I mean, we, if you're a tradesman, it's typically the 25% net profit at the end of the day is really what you want to shoot for. Well, absolutely. I mean, we have some services. If you're in software, you better be a two, 300% profit. Yeah, or, or more. Yeah. Well, that's that would. Uh, I wouldn't be here, Dave, if uh, if I was able to accomplish two or three hundred percent profit. But uh, um, it I, is. I it is all about. Like. It is all about profit. Profit is a is a is a indicator of risk. It should be an indicator of risk. So if you're a small business owner and you feel like you're really risking your, you know, you're, you're kind of mortgaging your future on this deal. Um, why would you? take that risk profile and yet not charge the prices that you need to generate the profits that you need. Hey, listen, Mike and I have been on the end of the, the end of this stick where we've, we've worked 70, 80, 90 hours a week for single digit profits or negative profits and, and go home, you're concerned, you're losing money, you don't know where the next check's coming from and you're working, you couldn't be working harder because your body can only do so much. And yet, at the end of the day, you're, you got your head in your hands trying to figure out how in the world am I going to survive. The, 20 years ago, that was me. Uh, I know exactly how that is. And it sucks. Yeah. The beautiful thing is, I wish somebody like Mike or somebody like myself came alongside me during that time. Because you know what? My business would be flourishing to no point today. It, it would just be awesome. you know. And that's what we want to be for you. If you're struggling or if you're stressed out and you're not sure what to do, we want to be there for you because we care about you and want you to be successful. When you're successful, we know we're successful, and it's a lot of fun, and we can do that together. Right on, Right on. We at 
Florida Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.